0: Welcome to the Illumination Show with the doctor. I'm Dr. Daryl Tarwin. Yo, hosts. we have a great show for you tonight. I mentioned that my new book was out. I forgave the two men. I vowed to kill. My host calling, my guest, I'm sorry, calling in for the night is my cousin, but she's also the mother of my cousin, Teva, who was killed that night. We was standing on her front porch. She was, Teva was standing beside me and her mother, ran, all of us was in the yard and she saw her daughter get killed. Saw her laying down there in blood on her front porch and she gonna talk about how she had to forgive the shooter. So this is a touching um, interview. So both of us gotta go back to that dreaded night that would change our lives forever. But she's willing to come over here and talk about it because there's a lot of killing going on inside our city. And a lot of mothers are struggling with forgiving the men who are killing their children. She's gonna testify how she went through this and what it took to get through it. So I'm excited tonight thank you all as always for listening in to the illumination show with the doctor i've talked to some people they struggling to forgive i've told them it's okay you know everybody gonna have their day everybody gonna have their day when your opportunity come for you to forgive then that be your time there's a season for everything whole episode series is to promote healing and let people know that hey we understand everybody goes through something and sometimes hearing stories from other people who went through it like the story of tonight I'm not a mother. I haven't lost a child even as a parent I haven't lost a child so I don't really understand that pain and that's why I want to bring in a mother who understands that pain so when she taught other mothers who are listening in we get to understand that hey she know exactly what she's talking about why because she went through the same thing that we went through so we just waiting for her to call in she'll be calling in anytime as always while we waiting we want to shout out those who sponsor this show Kushite Financial Services as always we Thank you. V1 Rotate Elevate Motivational Business. We thank you. Patches Pet Pain and Grief Counseling. We thank you. Well, while I'm waiting on my call, I'm excited to announce this book signing. Book signing this Saturday, no, Sunday. I'm sorry. Book signing this Sunday from 1 to 6. My seventh published book. I'm excited as an author. Writing books is not easy, (laughs) I tell you, especially this. This book here was so difficult because I had to really go back into things that I was uncomfortable with. I had to go back to scenes in which. I had blotted out my mind in order to progress in life, so to dig up a lot of that old stuff is something that um, I wasn't comfortable doing, but I felt that it was a necessity that I do this because oftentimes people become stuck, and I was there. I was stuck in that cycle that, where I didn't want to forgive the shooter. I didn't want to forgive the guy who set me up either. I mean, I didn't, the hatred was real, desire to kill was real. All those things were there. A lot of those elements were there. So, and going through it, I had to go through my life, my childhood, high school days, my military days, getting out in the military, dealing with the racism, then end up to the drug dealing days. So, all of this is inside of the book tragic situation in the book but a glorious end and the end is not even the end i'm still alive so therefore the end is still yet to be written the day that i die that will bring closure to the end But long as i'm alive and i'm still able to achieve things the end is not we have our caller calling in now welcome to the illumination show with the doctor how you doing tonight hello Welcome to the Illumination Show with the doctor. How are you doing tonight? I'm fine.
1: How are you, sir?
0: I'm doing good. Um, tell us your name, please, and where are you from?
1: My name is Mary Burton, and I'm from O'Cala, Florida.
0: All right. Like I told everybody already that you are my cousin. And the series we're talking about is Unforgiveness. You could pick whatever story that you want to pick, and fill the listeners in on your journey with trying to forgive somebody who may have hurt you in a very traumatic situation?
1: Well, on my journey, I was hurt back in 1990, I think it was 1990. Uh, Death came to my house, knocked on my door and took my oldest daughter. I was in despair. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I didn't even know how to think or where I was or what I was going to do. All I wanted to do was to die with my daughter. It was a shooting. She didn't die of natural cause. Uh, no kind of illness. It was a shooting that took place. So somebody took her life. She was only. 17 with two children at the time, the baby being four months and the oldest one being a year. And I was devastated. Lord God, what am I going to do? My grandkids don't even have a mother. I had two other girls. But as time went by, I was angry, I was upset, and I didn't have forgiveness in my heart for the young man that took my daughter life. At that time, I didn't. But as time went by, days, months, years, I found the Lord. I was introduced to God like I'm supposed to be and love Him like He want me to love Him. I used to go to church, but I never knew God like I know Him now and I didn't know him back then when my daughter passed. I didn't know the Lord like I was supposed to. But as years went by and I talked to him and asked him to give me peace in my life, I don't want to go around hating anybody and I don't want to live in this world for not forgiving anybody because I know that my God forgive us of everything if he didn't he wouldn't have sent his son down to die for our sin so i prayed and asked god lord please don't let me walk around with a hard heart i i don't want to be that person i used to see this young man i ran into him several times after he killed my daughter and got i i see him he'll look at me i look at him and i will say hello I won't say nothing else. I will just say hey. He will say hey. And as time went by I kept praying to the Lord and the Holy Spirit that dwells in me but kept telling me, you know, this uh, this young man is somebody else's son too. Yeah, he took your daughter life, but you will not stoop that low to do anything to hurt this man. I don't want that that blessed thing on my hand and I don't want hatred on my heart that I care for this man. Cause if God can forgive, I know I got to forgive too, if I want to see heaven. So I pray, I seek God's words and stood on his word and say, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. I say, okay, I'm going to let this play out with God. It's too much for me. I can't handle this. I'm turning everything over to him. He's gonna help me and he's gonna do his will in his time. I used to tell all of my cousin boys, the boys, because they will see him, he would do little things to them, to try to aggravate them, to get into trouble with him. And I would tell them Mm-mm, don't play with that game. Don't play that game with him. when y'all see him let him do or say whatever god gonna take care of this in his time i don't want y'all to walk around getting in trouble with hating your heart for this young man and put blood stains in your hands y'all won't be no better than him leave it alone i told the lord i said lord you are bringing me through this and i know it's you because if I can tell you right now, I'm on my knees, Father God, that I have forgiven this man for what he did to my daughter, and I mean it from my heart, Lord. I mean it. You forgave all the people that whipped and killed your son. You see your son tortured, and you never did a thing, and you could have destroyed the earth right then. I'm no better than you, so. I tell you with everything in me, Lord, I forgive this boy for what he did for me. That day I prayed that prayer. I said it and I walked around the house. I cried and I cried. From that day on, I had peace. I really had peace. I've seen his mom. I speak to her. Like I said, I see him several times. And it wasn't no hatred in my heart for this young man. I didn't talk to him, but I would speak to him. He knew who I was and I knew who he was because his grandmother, his mother's mother was my neighbor for many years. So I knew the family. I didn't really knew him that much, but I knew his grandmother and his mother. So with that saying, you know, you, you, we got to forgive. I know it takes some longer than others, but if you want to have peace into your heart and walk around on this earth with peace, we got to learn how to forgive. No matter what the circumstance may be, we got to learn how to forgive. God forgive us all day when we ask him and he love us. We got to do the same. We got to learn to love, even though people might even spit in your face. And that's one of the worst things a person can do to somebody spit in your face. You still got to love that person and forgive that person. If you want to seek the kingdom, I had to learn that and it took many years. It didn't come overnight. But as time grow, and I got to know who God was in my life and who I want to seek and on this journey, it haven't been a bed of roses, but on this journey, God have, and the Holy Spirit had told me a lot of things. And I'm so glad, I'm so glad because that same person, they took the life of my daughter. Not only did he take one life, he took a second life. And believe me not, I pray for this young man. Lord God, please let him seek you. He got a soul that need to be saved, just like the rest of us. I pray that he would seek God in his life. Because the road he is heading every time you turn around is destruction. And he should see that by now, because I know he's an older, more and more mature person. He should seek God, and that's where he would get his peace. And things will start happening a little bit better for him if he do that.
0: Amen. He, I want to... I had some in there to get the listeners to really see that it took the act of the power of God for you to forgive this guy.
1: Right? Yes, it did.
0: And the reason being is I was there. I was 21 years old, and Corey Hunt came into my cousin, which who's speaking now. It was a family gathering, which we always gathered over there on Sundays, and right. the kids all in the yard. And he came over there in a the jealous rage, Everybody was right. innocent. He, he, he came over there thinking that I was messing with his girlfriend, which I wasn't. And because of that jealous rage, you know, he, he opened fire, just asked mm-hmm. a question and went to shoot and paralyzed another girl, then killed Tevin. This is the question I want to ask you. After seeing mm-hmm. your daughter there on the ground, because I really need I need to go into this so the listeners can understand that it took a, a act of God. Some people, kids get killed and they hear about it and they don't get to see it. But you got to see it was right there in your yard, in your front porch, that all of a sudden this is your daughter there laying in blood and you get to see this stuff. And these memories, they don't go away because I, I can remember it the clearest day. I can see it mm-hmm. as we talking about it so that the memories don't go away. So you had to not only experience it, seeing it, being right there, seeing this, my Mm -hmm. daughter did just talking to her a couple of minutes ago and from a couple of minutes ago to bam 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 my daughter is dead and now all of a sudden i'm thrust into taking care of her kids how difficult i mean how difficult was that
1: it was it was it was very very difficult like i said i didn't know what to do where to turn all i could think about is my daughter laying there dead Lord, all I wanted to do was just die right there with her. I didn't think about her children at that time. I didn't think about my other two girls. I didn't even think about my husband. All I wanted to do was to die with her. That's that's all when I seen that I just, life just looked like somebody just got, just ripped my heart and just throwed it out on the ground. That's something I don't wish upon anybody yes i lost my mom i lost my brother i lost my husband but it wasn't nothing nothing like losing a child nothing like losing a child and that's the way i felt at that minute i just felt like there was no more life for me and as i closed my eyes all i could see was my daughter laying there dead and she wasn't coming back, I won't be able to hear her, I won't be able to touch her, her children won't even be able to know they even had a mom almost. All that stuff was playing in my head, it was very, very difficult and I believe in my heart and I said it, if I had some I could have blown my brains out with, I would have died right today with my daughter that same night, yes, that's how I felt.
0: And we thank God, like I so said, that, that tragedy ripped our whole family, scarred my life yes. for the next 33 years. Um, The hate, the anger, the resentment, and um, being able to get past that. And mm-hmm. one thing that I, I am excited about, because if it just ended like that, then it would have been a very tragic situation. With yes. God, that God had plans for that. And I often tell people, if I die that night, you know, a lot of things don't be, you know. So you be looking at it yes. hey, you mm-hmm. know, hey, I was a drug dealer. You know, you be wondering why he kept the drug dealer. And I truly believe that God would sacrifice one in order to get many. That's the whole theme of the Bible. Where he sacrificed his son in order to gain. Uh, gain, that's so right. So I believe God would sacrifice one for many. And I know as a mm-hmm. lot of being a part of one Cry for Peace, uh, I just come you and I, both come yes, from. Yes, you and I just came, yeah Where, um. A, a, a kid was killed right there in front of his mom again. So, I go to these situations, right. you know, shot right in the yard
1: and, mm-hmm.
0: and then go in the house, blood everywhere. And she get to witness this right here. So, it's being a part of Warcraft for Peace, mm-hmm. I see this a lot. I see a lot of hurt moms. And then the sad part is, like you mentioned, they mm-hmm. leave behind these kids, you know, they kill, they leave, they have kids there. So, not only their parents gone, the kids suffer. Mm-hmm. Seeing a young man crying the night. Because his daddy was dead, really moved my heart and touched me, and terrible mm-hmm. behind her kids. So it's a very traumatic situation all the way around. But even in that, that that situation ended up. God ended up working it for the good. Because for the good, the yes, drug, He did. The drug dealer myself became the pastor, you know, and I, And then, who would have thought? Think about who would have thought that he that what you and I are experiencing today that it would have been birthed out of that situation. Situation. that goes go show that God can do that. So tell me about your life. Now we, 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 well, let me go back to something. How long okay. did it take you? Because a lot of times people have different amount of times and I want nobody to feel guilty if they still hating somebody they killed their children because we all different. We have different seasons. It's about how long, how much time did it took you?
1: It took me years. I won't lie, it took me years. And then, like I said, it took me years for for me to learn and and accept the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit to work with me so I can get on my knees and, and tell the Lord, listen, I don't want to live like that. I I don't want to live with hatred in my heart. So it took me years. It didn't happen just like that, or uh, couple of months or whatever. It took me years. It really did. It took me years for me to get over having the hate in my heart for this young man. One
0: thing I want to say is this also. As we getting ready to come to a close, there are some, listen, I know they are because I talked to at least one woman who told me, say, listen, they killed my son. And that's one reason I brought you on here. She said they killed my son and I can't forgive at this moment. So I know there are many people yes. who are struggling with forgiving. And one reason I right. brought you on because I never lost a kid. And I can right. talk to them from the pastor's perspective and life perspective. But it's something about a mother talking about how she lost her kid that another mother who, experienced, who is experiencing the same thing can relate to. So for the listeners that will be listening in who may have lost a loved one due to gun violence, being murdered, or just struggling from some painful situation, what advice would you give them?
1: I would give, I would tell this, the advice I would tell them is that I know uh, it's gonna take some of us longer than others to say we can forgive a person that took a life of our child. But when I look at it, and when I used to pray, God spoke to me. Yes, he spoke to me with a soul force when I asked him, Lord why my child had to die in such a horrible death and why my child had to die so early. I heard this in my, I've heard this in my mind. The boy said, my child had to die in an early age. So why not your child? I gave my child to die. I heard that in my, in, my, in my mind, I heard that one day at work, I was in the bathroom crying and I kept saying, Lord, why my child, why my child I had to leave me, why? And this boy said that to me, why not your child might die, I gave my child to die. And that gave me a little peace and hope in it to me, it gave me peace and hope. And I kept saying, Lord God, I thank you. I thank you for your child that died for me and my sin. Thank you. And I started looking at that in a different way, uh, just my child. And then I started thinking about, you know what? Not only my child, so many people, even right here in my little neighborhood have lost a child, just not me. And my heart went out to them. So I started reaching out, telling them, I know it's hard. I know it's hard to lose a child. I know how I feel cause I done been there. But just hold on, God will give you that peace. He will give you that peace and he will give you that love of understanding that, listen, we are not here to stay always. We are just passing through. We all, gonna have to leave him one day but just for us to say that our child was taken off this earth not by illness no kind of disease or nothing like that they was taken by the hand of somebody else that's the hurt part their life was taken by somebody else's hand but we got to understand God makes no mistakes. He sit high, and look low. Whatever His plan is for us, His will's gonna be done, whether we like it or not. But it's always turn out. Further on down the road, you will learn different things about maybe why my daughter had to die. It comes to me by and by, by and by, year year, and I feel like if maybe God took my one daughter, cause it's a family of us so big. He took the one that everybody really, really, really had their eyes set on and loved. He took that one and he had so many of us to come in and accept him as our personal savior. A lot of us start going to church and turn our life around because that one life was taken from us and maybe that's the reason, well, whatever the reason was, I thank God because where I am now in Christ, I I tell you, there's no other place I would want to be. He has brought so much joy in my life. Her children are now 33, 32. I have 10 great grandchildren from her two children. And I love them all, and I'm proud of them, and I talk to my great-grandchildren, showing pictures of their grandmother, and I tell them about her. And I always tell them I know she would love you guys with everything in her if she was here, because I do. So God, in my life now, helps me with my children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. I tell them, don't go around hating nobody. Don't envy anybody. Always keep the love of God in your heart and in your mind and always say something to help somebody else or do something to help somebody else. Because my father is watching and he love a cheer giver, and he love a person that got that love and show that love. So today, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I thank God I am fine.
0: I thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story that other people may be blessed, you know, like that situation. And one thing I tell people about murder, you said something interesting. Death is a part of life, but murder it robs people. It robs you. It what robs could you. be That's right. The what of somebody else. have done. You know, no man can give life, so no man or woman has the authority to take life. But we just thank God mm-hmm. how the situation worked out. That indeed God had His hand in it. And hopefully, that somebody who listened to you. And here go the crazy thing. I mentioned this earlier to you all that's listening in. That at that time. And when I was standing in that yard, that I was a drug dealer. So here we are, Miran. What, thirty-three years? Would you ever imagine that your cousin <laughs> would be <No>. your pastor? <laughs> <laughs> no, your I would. Be would. Your That's why I
1: say God works in mysterious ways. He will do what he need to do to get his point over. He will do what he need to do. You know, and I'm so grateful and so thankful that the time that you spent in prison, you didn't lay around, you seek him, you took him in there with you, and you brought him out with you even better, even better. So he was with you all the time, and in there, you heard him better, and you taught people in there about him, told them who to seek. Why you in here? You got all this time, seek the Lord, sit down, talk to him. He will listen and he will talk to you back. And if you do these things, oh my God, I tell you, I don't know what I, I wouldn't be nothing without my father in heaven. Nothing, not nothing. And I'm so thankful at this time of age, I got less time in the front of me then I got behind me. I am so thankful that I found him. Oh my God, I'm so thankful that I found you. And I'm not gonna let him go. No way. No Amen.
0: way. Amen. And I thank you so much for calling in, cause um I love you. Love you uh, too. Blessing, as we say in church, something good. Something good gonna happen. Yes, year. Amen. We believe.
1: Yes, sir. We <laughs> we we is. It is. You know, I tell you, I, I'm just so thankful that the Lord let me see another year. <laughs> and it's gonna be a good year.
0: Yes, it is. Amen to that. I, I love you, and once again, thank you for sharing this your situation and how you was able to get through it. That hope that some other listeners may be blessed. I'll talk to you later. Okay, good night. Have a blessed one. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Bye bye. Sad story that has a great ending. Sad story that has a great ending. One thing that we did not mention was that terrible father Johnny Wayne years later, after this situation, when I came out of prison, I started doing street prison. I'm, I'm sorry, street ministry. Feeding the people out there, set up speakers, have a barbecue grill, barbecue feed the cr- drug addicts, crack addicts, whatever drugs they was on, alcoholics, the prostitutes, the pimps, all the people that I used to sell drugs to. I got out of prison, and God sent me back to those people. And I was preaching. They say, wow, this is pretty boy T. This is a guy who used to sell me drugs. But Johnny Wayne, which is May Rain, my cousin, who y'all were listening to, her husband. He was also there that night when Teva was killed. So as a father, he saw his daughter also bloodied, murdered, laying in the dirt, dead. But years later, once I turned my life around, I used to do these street preaching, and he was listening, and he would listen in. And one time I gave an altar call for salvation, and he came up there, for salvation, it was then that, because I always used to wonder, God, why did you allow me to live? I'm a drug dealer, I'm a homemonger. you know, all these women, you know, I'm just growing people's lives with selling crike and everything, why? My cousin was a good girl, she had two kids, and, you know, I had kids too, but why me? And it wasn't until I saw her dad come years later, when I gave an altar call, when he came up there, and reality is like, wow, if I die that night, then he don't come up here. And then he went and told me, Rand, that you need to hear Darrell. You know, he used to hear there You know, you need to come hear him. You know, he's preaching, and he's powerful. And then years later, Rand joined the church, and then sisters joined the church. And next day I know, I begin to look around in the church, and reality hit me that everybody, in here is related to Teva and me so if I die that night I don't reach all of these people that I reach and that was like now I understand why you allowed me to live and that's why I came to the concept of God will sacrifice one just to reach so many thank you all as always for listening to the Illumination Show with the Doctor, and I hope, I hope that you all heard something tonight that will help you. A woman who saw with her own eyes, she didn't get a report that her daughter was dead. It was in her yard. Daughter innocent, not bothering anybody. We had a family function. A woman who saw with her own eyes her daughter get killed laying there in blood, in the dirt. And this woman was able to forgive the murderer who murdered her child. Only God can do something like that. Until the next episode of the Illumination Show with the doctor, You all be blessed, and as I say all the time, when forgiveness come knocking at your door, you will have an opportunity to let him in and be free and move forward in life or to keep the door closed and be held in prison continually. Bless.